Hey there, Holistic Spaces listeners. This is Laura Morris, one of the hosts of this podcast. We would like to invite you to come and celebrate the Year of the Water Tiger by joining us on Lunar New Year's Eve for a live online workshop. So our 2022 Energy Reset Package is now open for enrollment. So if you sign up, you can join Angie and me on Lunar New Year's Eve. You'll get your invitation to join us for a workshop where we'll go through all of the animals, the energy of the year, all that good stuff. Plus, you'll also get access to decluttering video about how to use the Bagua to help you declutter your home. There's the journal for the Year of the Water Tiger downloads, plus New Year prep checklists, tons of stuff that you get access to immediately. So visit mindfuldesignschool.com to learn more, and we hope you can join us. Thanks. You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 151, Feng Shui 101, The Bagua Part 3. Welcome to episode 151 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com, so check us out there. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list. We have workshops, we have a certification course, and we send out different information about different opportunities that our school is offering and different workshops and free things. So be sure to sign up on our mailing list. And we have a few announcements as we usually Mm -hmm. do, Laura. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to sign up and enroll for our reset package for 2022, it's something we do every year. A bunch of you guys joined us last year. We do a live presentation to celebrate Lunar New Year's. We do it on Lunar New Year's Eve and we'll go, we do a presentation about what's to come with all of the animals, everybody's animal. You get to hear a little tidbit. And then we also walk you through a really powerful personal chi clearing. And when you enroll in this, lovely little live fun little celebration that Angie and I are having. You also get a whole bunch of other stuff like how to declutter with feng shui and that stuff's ready immediately. So as soon as you enroll, you get a whole bunch of other resources to help you get ready for the Lunar New Year. That's it. Oh, and uh, enrollment is open for our fall 2022 class, which is beginning in May. And we would love to have those of you that are have been thinking and wondering and wanting to become feng shui consultants and get certified. And we would love to meet you. And that's that. Thank you, Laura. And if you've been listening the last few weeks, you know, we're in the middle of a three-part series over with an overview of the Bagua map. So part one was two weeks ago where we went over the areas of new beginnings slash family. Then we went over wealth, the very famous wealth corner and the health area. Then last week we went over helpful people, children, gua, and the knowledge area. And then this episode, we're going to round it out with the last three areas that cover your fame and reputation, your career, and last but not least, your relationships slash partnerships. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of each of these last episodes, Laura 
walked us through, you know, what the Bagua is. Maybe we can give another overview about what the Bagua is and how to lay it on your bedroom and why. Okay. So the Bagua is a tool that feng shui practitioners use across all different schools of feng shui, FYI. They all just use, may use them slightly differently and lay them slightly differently. And we practice black sect, just, uh, just so you know. And so we use the black sect, BTB Bagua. It is based on the I Ching. It is a kind of a combination between two ancient concepts that were brought together hundreds and hundreds of years ago and is now used as a divinational tool so that we can see how we fit into the world, what is going on in our lives, right? And we lay it on there and it and we can see, you know, what's happening in a particular area. It allows us to get a little bit deeper, gain some clarity, insight on things that we might not normally have seen. And the areas are, there are, Bagua translates as eight, eight directions. So there's eight guas and the center makes nine areas. And we take this grid and we spread it equally over a space. And so we have been really focusing on the bedroom because we feel that that is the easiest area to look at. And if you would do it on the whole home as well, but that can be challenging, especially if you have a you know, an oddly shaped home, but bedrooms are pretty safe because they're generally, I say generally, you know, rectangular or square. So I'm going to do what I've done now for the last two. I'm going to do a little visualization, but I highly recommend that you go and download there. It's in the show notes. There's in the description, there will be a link to download a Bagua e-kit. It is free. It will just give you some visuals to help you along. Okay but you are standing in the doorway of your bedroom looking in, okay? And your door may be anywhere kind of along that front wall, but stand there and orient yourself and look straight ahead. We're actually gonna go around the areas that we have already covered, okay? So stand in that doorway and I want you to look to the left wall and I want you to find that middle of that left wall, which is called family and new beginnings. So that's where we started this, right? Then I want you to move up to the far left-hand corner of your bedroom. That is wealth, okay? Then I want you to move into the center, looking into the center, or you can physically move, into the center of your bedroom. That is health, well-being, unity, which we talked about. Then you're going to turn and you're going to look to the far right-hand corner of your bedroom. So the close, closest to the door. So the same wall as your door, that corner, the the close right-hand corner. Then you're going to move up to the middle of that right-hand wall of your bedroom, smack in the middle. That is children completion area. Then Again, you're standing in your doorway. Remember, you're going to turn to the left and you're going to look on that door wall, that that left corner, the front left corner, that is knowledge, self-cultivation, okay? That's where we ended last week. Today, we're going to go straight ahead. Take a look at that wall at the back that you're facing, okay, of your bedroom. Find the center point. That is fame and reputation. Then take that point straight across, draw an imaginary line straight across back toward the door wall. So the area directly across from that fame on that door wall, 
could be where you're standing right now is career. Okay. And that's the center of the front wall is career. And then the last area is you're going to look up to that far wall, find that far right-hand corner. Okay. So we'll be next to fame in that corner is partnership. And that is all nine areas as best as I can do with my voice (laughs) without a visual, but please get a visual. If you are a visual person like me, I literally am looking at a picture while I'm walking you through it. That's how visual I am. So those of you out there that are visual like me, go do yourself a favor, get the download. Yeah. And Laura and I actually teach a certification program, a functional certification program. That's over a hundred hours. And we spend many of those hours talking about how to lay the bagua. And so before we go into these next, these last three bagua areas, we just want to remind you to please remember and consider when making any feng shui adjustments that our teachers taught us. And we teach our students that you don't want to adjust everything and just to focus on what is possible, what is necessary, what your, what is going to be the most helpful for you and to not try to make everything perfect. Because in fact, in feng shui philosophy, if you try to make everything perfect, the only place you have to go is chaos after that. So, you know, it's like a sine wave. So when you're at the top of the sine wave, you naturally go down and and life is about ups and downs. However, if you're always trying to make everything perfect, you're always going to be disappointed. So just work with what is required, what is necessary. There's no need to get overwhelmed. And in this day and age, everyone has so much to do. So we recommend keep it simple. Just pick one area to work on. And then also a reminder that unless you have a pretty rectangular home, we recommend you just work with your bedroom and that if you're getting frustrated we recommend you join our program or hire a consultant and don't, don't make it a difficult thing for yourself though. And just also do the best you can because the Bagua is one of the most important aspects of feng shui, but it's not the only one. So a lot of times Laura and I, when there's a very complicated floor plan, sometimes you don't actually use a Bagua. And then a lot of times we find that people try to use the Bagua to force things like they force it onto their space. And that's really not the purpose of it. It's like, you don't want to put a square peg in a round hole, right? Okay. So let's move on to the last three areas of the Bagua map. So let's go over the fame area. So fame is your fame, your recognition, your reputation, your rank, how the world sees you. Are you being recognized? For instance, like with the work that you do, do people recognize and give you credit for the work that you do? If you're single or actually if you're not single, in any case, do people see you or are you kind of invisible in a room? And also how passionate do you feel about things that are going on in your life? So these are all aspects of this area and it's related to fire and fire is like, you know, red and very dynamic. And it's a really important element to have balanced. So what are some questions, Laura, that people can ask themselves if they wanted to see if they should activate this area of their bedroom? Uh, A couple things are, do you feel seen? So sometimes you might really 
kind of tangible example would be, let's say you have, you're working, you're doing your best. You're really trying to, you know, move toward getting promoted maybe. And you're just, you're not getting noticed at work. You know, you're not being, you're maybe being, you're, you're maybe being passed up for something. So getting recognized for the hard work that you do is one, or maybe another one, it can be completely different. It could be, you're scared of putting yourself out there. It could be for anything. Like it could be to find a new relationship, or maybe you're starting a new job or a new venture. And you're like an entrepreneur and you're nervous about, I don't know, getting on Instagram or something like that. You know, you're just nervous about putting yourself out there. That is all about fame and recognition. So I would activate it. Well, a really simple way that I have done. And I actually have, and if you want to the fame area of my home, you would see it is plants, new plants that I brought intentionally because the wood of the plant feeds the fire. And I didn't want to necessarily add fire. You can absolutely add candles, red, all those things, and really light that fire but I wanted to start some slow growth and move up toward it. My plants have done really well there and they're getting bigger and bigger. So plants are my number one choice when it comes to activating the fame area. Yes. And then the next area is your career area. And why don't you chat about the career area and then I'll. Okay. So career is more than just career. I mean, I think that again, for each of these, we've given you the most common word that we refer to. And we hope that you are getting a sense that each of these guas has many layers. So for this area, career, it's associated with water and also with wisdom, with depth, with that wisdom. So I see it as you seeking out and finding the wisdom to follow your path in life, to being able to do some deep soul searching and figuring out what's my purpose? Where do I want to move through? Career is part of that. I want to do this career. I want to shift careers. I want to learn, you know, I want to learn this deeply. I want to be really wise and and know this in a really deep way, whatever it is. So it is about how you move through life and with your purpose connected with that. So again, it's water. So it's very, it's very deep. Like water goes deep, right? It, It trickles down. It finds all the nooks and crannies and it goes down deep. It's dark. The color actually water is associated with, and for this uh, air gua, it's black. Again, that depth, right? Still waters run deep is what I always think of this area. And so things, questions, questions about this area. Actually, I find this area for me often connects with when we were talking about wealth and, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I want to get more money. We actually unpack it and realize that you're actually underemployed. Okay. So are you working at the level that you want to be working? Are you using your wisdom and your gifts, you know, in the right way? Could you be doing more with that? So how can you move through life and connect with other opportunities to, you know, improve your career? Again, it's water. So I would ask them, are you social? Are you networking? Are you able to make connections in the world? because that's a lot about that as well. It's sort of both that still depth, but also it has this dynamic quality of moving and connecting and meeting. Yeah. And my favorite way to activate the queer area and one that's really simple for the listeners is to place a feng shui crystal ball in this area of your home to modulate the flow of energy, 
to bring more clarity, to refract the energy and disperse it appropriately. And also to bring more illumination because the feng shui crystal ball can bring in yang energy like the sun to help provide more um, vision to the steps that you want to take in cultivating your wisdom, in expanding your connections to people, as well as supporting your career. And so the third and final area that we'll go over in this whole series, we're at the end, is the relationship area. And it's also related to your primary partnership. And it's one of the most popular areas. I would say the most popular area is the wealth area. And then second is the relationship area. Although, you know what I've noticed, Laura, more and more, we get students that are more, I think, I think they're more interested in career, right? Because I guess they come to us. Yeah. Change. <laughs> yeah. I used to think that this area was more popular, but I feel maybe it's just the people we get in touch with. I feel that there's more focused on career and, and knowledge and that kind of stuff, but this is still really like a big one. <laughs> yes. Also, I think when I started studying feng shui, when I was younger, it was more of a thing. And now when you get older, mm-hmm. everyone's kind of settled in their relationships a little bit. So this area is related to relationships and partnerships, mostly romantic partnerships is in general, but it can also govern business partnerships. I joke that I should put a picture of Laura in my relationship area because she's my work wife, right? And it's also related to how you love yourself too. So if you're not looking for a partner, this can be related to the relationship to yourself. But in general, it's more about like how you find a partner in the world. But it does make sense that in order to find a partner in the world, you need to love yourself first. There's some questions that you can ask yourself. Now, the most obvious ones are like, do I want to invite a romantic partner in my life? And I don't, when I don't have one currently, do I want to work on healing myself so that I can accommodate a partner in my life. And if you're already in a marriage or long-term relationship, do you, you know, what kind of work needs to be done with that? Do you want to deepen it? Do you need to have it grow? Do you want to keep it growing in the same way that it has, you know, what, whatever is happening, take a look at what's happening in your primary relationship. And it's also important to be kind of honest with yourself and look at like what is also happening in your internal environment for yourself. So a lot of times people will say, I want to meet a partner, but really there needs to be some other self-work happening in order to accommodate that. Cause maybe they keep meeting a certain type of person all the time and kind of falling into a pattern. We all know people like, we all have friends like that, right? Or we may be like that. I would also encourage you to even look whether or not you have any maybe obvious relationship challenges that see what's happening in the relationship area of your bedroom. Is there a hamper there? Is there a kitty litter box there? Is there a dead plant is it collecting dust or is it like really like thoughtfully put together? Is it kept really well? Just notice what is happening. Like, or do you have like a really prickly cactus plant there? Right. And I think that would be the first thing that you would do. Just notice what's happening 
and see what insight that gives you. And even talk to a a trusted friend about it, right, Laura? Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to see it yourself. I find when I go into clients' homes and that is something they want to work on, I'm actually amazed at what I find. And it's so simple sometimes, you know, anything from the chair that holds all their dirty clothes, you know, the single, the one single chair that's in their bedroom, that's like lonely means you're sitting there by, but it's also piled with your own clothes. It's usually it's the clothes holding chair to a, I've seen, you know, boxes of old notes and, you know, everything that would hold you back, particular artwork. So yeah, take a look, observing and, and being really aware is a really helpful thing in this, in this area. Just yeah. it gives you a lot of insight. I had a client that wanted to deepen her relationship with her boyfriend and she was even pregnant and she hadn't told him yet. And then she had in her relationship area, a image that she got when she got divorced of like a single woman, like all by herself, really strong. And I said, you know, that's a great image to have, but maybe not in that area, especially if you want to open yourself up to telling your, your partner about your pregnancy, if you want, if you're ready to kind of deepen the relationship. So, you know, you got to take a look at it. And so one simple tip that you can use to start to activate this area of your life is to use rose quartz. So I like using tumbled rose quartz because it's softer, but rose quartz has this really soft healing energy. It's the color of the gua, which is pink. And, you know, if you're looking for a partner or if you want to create more harmony or just maintain the harmony in your primary relationship, maybe you put two pieces of rose quartz, or if you need to kind of work on your own heart healing, maybe you get a heart shaped rose quartz and it's just one. Do you have any other thoughts, Laura? I like to, you know, I like to sometimes just put a good old feng shui crystal in there to give it some light to activate it, especially, well, if that's what you want, if you want to activate and expand it. I just hang a feng shui crystal right in that corner. That's yeah. So this is in your bedroom. So again, yeah, we in the bedroom. need to work on your bedroom. And I think it's you, more effective in your bedroom when it comes to those relationships anyway, in terms of adjustments. Yeah, I agree. Most adjustments are actually more powerful in your bedroom than they would be in your house. And we find that the average person has incorrectly laid the bug on their house anyway. So it's, it's not really working anyway. So thank you so much for listening. Do you have any last thoughts, Laura, you want to share? No, I think we made it through all nine areas, <laughs> which was great over the three. Hopefully for, if you haven't gone back and listened to the last two episodes, definitely do that. And where we've been asking people to do one thing right each time. So pick an area. So for of these three, which of these three areas as an area you would like to work on and figure that out and then do it and don't do more than one area of the three. Yeah. And have fun with it. That's it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the holistic spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, you can share it with others, subscribe and leave a review. Please leave a nice review. So we'd love to hear from the people who enjoy us. Laura's laughing. Yes, we would love your support. Also, you can support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com because this podcast is supported by Mindful Design School. 
And if you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. Be sure to join our mailing list. We have a lot of special things that we offer only to our list, like special workshops and updates on when our certification starts, as well as different free events that we have. The most recent free thing, we just had a free feng shui week, one of feng shui basics. So hopefully we saw some of you there. It was a few weeks ago and soon we'll do another feng shui floor plan boot camp. So be sure to sign up for our mailing list. You go to mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll down to the bottom. It's also in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in a week.